The book of Matthew chapter 25 reveals an important aspect of the nature and the character of God. We learn in Matthew 25 as the Bible talks about the parable of the talents that God is an investor. When God invests in your life and my life, he is expecting a return. In this particular video, we're going to talk about how to give God a return for the investment that he has made in your life. For Sitam Church Online, I am Notemba Kula. The book of 1 Samuel and chapter 15 tells us of the life of King Saul. King Saul was of the part of the tribe of Benjamin and God had chosen him to be king, not because he was his first choice, but because Israel had wanted a king. And so Israel finds themselves in the permissive will of God, a place where God did not design for them, but because they had desired it, God gave it to them. That's a very, very dangerous place to be in because there are things that we might desire and God will give them to us even though they were not his design for our lives. But in that particular chapter, there are three things that if you want to give God a return for the investment he has made in your life, these are the things you should never do. The first thing, of course, is that you ought to be planted in the right soil. There is no way that any seed is going to grow or to flourish if it is not planted in the right soil or in the right environment. Saul finds himself in the wrong place. If a seed falls in the wrong place, there is no return, there is no fruit. It doesn't matter how good the quality of the seed, the more important thing is the quality of the soil and the environment that it is planted in. So right now, we all need to take some time to reevaluate the places that we have planted ourselves in. Because if you're going to grow and to flourish, it's all going to be about the environment that you are planted in. The relationships that you are in, the companies, the organizations, the company that you keep, is it the kind of environment that will nourish the seed of God in your life? Or is it an environment that will quench and destroy the seed? So King Saul teaches us point number one, plant yourself in the right soil. If you are in the wrong place, sometimes the only thing to do is to move. I know it's difficult. Sometimes you're already there. You've already invested yourself in that environment, but the growth of the seed of God in your life depends on you being in the right place. The second thing that we see in the life of King Saul, which you should never do, is that he had mastered the art of self-promotion and self-exaltation. Scripture says, for it is God who sets up one and puts one down. It says promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west, but it comes from God. It is God who makes the seed grow. It is not your business connections. It is not your talents. It is not your money. It is God. And often when we lose sight of the fact that 
God is the one who causes the seed to grow, we start to do our own little things on the side to try and to promote ourselves, to try and to exalt ourselves because we think that growth and promotion is up to us. And so it's always an important reminder that wherever you are, no matter how hidden you think you are, you think your talents are not being seen, always remember, promotion comes neither from the east nor from the west, but it is God who is the promoter and who is the one who is going to bring you before great men. People who are farmers, you know this very well. The only thing that you can do with a seed is to just plant it in the soil. After that, it's not up to you. It is the rain, it's the soil, it's the nutrients. It's all of these things coming together that are going to cause the seed to grow. It's not you as the farmer. It is the conditions that come together that cause the seed to flourish. And I pray right now that the conditions and the environment that you are in is going to favor you. I pray that as you make a decision to put yourself aside and not to self-promote, that God will see your heart and that he will swing wide open the floodgates of heaven to bring you a blessing that is going to cause his fruit and his seed in your life to flourish. King Saul, he teaches us, don't self-promote, don't self-exalt. It is God who is the promoter. The third thing that becomes evident in the life of King Saul is that he became impatient. The Bible says that when Samuel the prophet took long to come, Saul became impatient. He saw the people in front of him and he thought to himself, something needs to be done. I know it's not my place. I know it's not my responsibility, but if Samuel is not coming, I'm going to play the role of Samuel, even though this is not my place. That is number three that we learn from Saul not to do. Never act out of pressure. Never do anything because you feel the pressure of people's expectations. You feel the pressure that now it's time to get married. Now it's time to scale up the business. Now it's time to open another branch because of pressure. Pressure does not produce the seed and the fruit of God. Pressure will never ever amount to the fullness of the purpose and the will of God. We don't act out of pressure. We act out of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Often when God speaks, he will tell you to do things against social pressure. He will tell you, you need to slow down even when other people are accelerating. That's often God because he moves against societal expectations and norms, especially social pressure. And so Saul here finds himself in a situation where he is the king, people are expecting something to be done. He knows it's not the right time. He knows it is not his place, it is not his role, but out of pressure, he does something that God has not anointed him for. It is the same even when we grow seed. If you pressure the seed and you know its time has not come, you might take it out of the ground prematurely and you might get a harvest that is less than what you would have gotten if you allowed it 
to proceed and to grow to the fullness of time. And so I pray in the name of Jesus that you will have the character and the strength to stay exactly where God wants you to be and never to be moved because of social pressure. The last thing about Saul that we see is that he did not learn from his past mistakes. When Samuel ultimately comes and confronts him because of his sin, he does not admit that he had done wrong. He blames everyone. He says, the people made me do it. He says, I could not have destroyed these cattle. They were of good quality. He blames everybody but himself. He refuses to be humble and to recognize his error. And God cannot correct you where you are not willing to be confronted and to accept the error of your mistakes. Even with the practice of planting and of sowing and of reaping, if the farmer has seen that he planted the seed in the wrong place, in the wrong environment, in the next season, the logical thing to do is to correct that error so that there can be a return on that investment. And so King Saul shows us once again what you should never do if you want to give God a return for his investment, which is not to learn from the error of your past mistakes. My prayer is that you will reach the fullness of what God has for you, that you will give God a return on his investment and that you will stay clear of the errors that were made by King Saul. I pray that you will be blessed, you will be strengthened, and that every seed that you have sown will give a return. For Seatam Church Online, I am Notemba Kula. <music>